Archive footage. Original date, September 27, 2016. Week 39 of 52. Recorded three months prior to air date. Star sign Libra. Libra, a pair of fucking scales. Merry Christmas, and enjoy your three-month late judgy episode. Pulling Teeth Episode 12. Ho ho ho. Muscles fucked. Shoulders. It's Back awesome. of the shoulders or the sides. Fronts just 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 mm-hmm. down the fronts. So it's like it's, it's. I don't know what it is. It's just holding arms up, I suppose. Maybe. Yeah, hands forward like that. It's yeah, front shoulders. Yeah, yeah, just down the fronts of the tops of the arms, tops yeah. of the shoulders. Yeah. Stretch. Uh, we didn't. No. no, we stretched. We stretched the legs. It was a different guy leading the warm up. I guess he didn't know what the instructor was going to do. So my <laughs> legs feel awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, this stretch can go. Yeah. Opens up the uh, blood and lets them leave yeah. and you get less of a cramp in the morning. Yeah. Weird tip. <laughs> <laughs> I never used to stretch for years. No. And then, like, my traps were just, like, incredibly present at all times. <laughs> and I think that just made me, like, a more angry person. Yeah. It was just And like, people would give me, like, I went for, like, sports massages and they touched my traps. It'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> this is so relaxing. <laughs> Blast massages are never relaxing, are they? No. They're always like deep tissue. Yeah. It's like really deep tissue. Yeah, it was my tissue traps deeper in my than chest. you ever thought you had just, tissue. Like, they were never stretched, so it was just constantly painful. Yeah. So, yeah, I had like fucking horrible sports massages. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, st- I stretch my legs out quite a lot from all the running stuff, but mm. like my, I don't, I don't, my arms, I don't consider them to be stiff, but I don't know how much I'm actually supposed to be able to move them. I don't know what my range of motion is meant to be. Yeah. Just all the way around. <laughs> That's it. Just, just as long as you just move it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's making him limber and loose, feeling yeah. loose and whatever. Yeah, you got to be loose to hit people, right? Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I have tight hips and a tight groin. I think <laughs> lack of use. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> it doesn't know what to do. Yeah, because well, what you're kicking isn't high enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's the height and and like you know like when you sit down on the floor. With your legs open, yeah, yeah. like to try and do like a box stretch in between yeah, yeah. them. That's literally as far as I can get them open. Like right, right, maybe right. like four feet apart, which isn't good. Yeah, like I'm sure it's it's it might be better than some people, but it's at best average. <laughs> it's a weird muscle to work outside of the gym as well. Yeah, like there's specific machines for them. I can't ab and add whatever muscles they were. Yeah, and it was like yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, but it's going well. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fucking awesome. Like there was this, there was this. Um, was I talking about a chick last time that was that was there? No. So she was like, she, she seemed quite inexperienced in the way that she was approaching things. But then they got her to demonstrate things, and she was just kicking the shit out of everybody. And like, and she's <laughs> tiny, tiny woman, and like, but like, and she, I, I, I had a, I was doing pad work with her today. I was, and she was just like, oh, I'll just, um, I'll just take it easier while we get the combos right. Like, I'll hit, like, full strength, but I'll just go, like, slow. So I'm not like, ba 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 ba. Like, I'll just, ba, just, like, hit hard. Mm-hmm. And, like, she put my fucking shoulder out. Like, <laughs> it was just like, I was just holding the pad. It's like, I didn't realize 
that you could do that to me. My hands are still fucking shaking. <laughs> and this was like an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's deceptive. But what I've found is that, is that a lot of it's more technique than it is strength. Because, mm-hmm. like, I, I used to think of punching as just like, oh, you just swing your arms, but it's more about what you do with your weight than mm-hmm. it is about, like, what you actually do with your... With your arms, if that makes any sense. No, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like if you're going to punch something, you have to imagine punching through it. Yeah. And then putting yeah. your weight into it as you're going through. Because then otherwise you'd, you'll punch to stop or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm very educated in all of this. I, mean, I, I did it for like a month. <laughs> so <laughs> I haven't got a clue. But, no. Uh, yeah. It's just hitting the right place. And yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely more about te- technique than power. Yeah. But no, yeah, still fucking cool. Still yeah. good. I'm uh, doing classes now in um, fuck all. <laughs> I've decided uh, that uh, I need to... I can't look on the big scale of things right now. I need to make things smaller and just be like, right, I need... Smaller to- than moving a rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, did I say that on the... Th- I didn't last time, did I? One oh, of the no, other no. fucking things did I... Did you not do it at the end? I, no, I did it afterwards. Oh, the right. rock thing. Yeah, um, I think... Well, I'll edit it out if it is anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was told at my depression workshop to um, plan something to do every day this week and like plan out what you want to do. You know, people are like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a cake or I'm going to fucking go for a run. And I, I don't know whether it's pessimistic or just dickish, but I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do something symbolic. I'm going to like <laughs> move a rock every day like that weird Greek dude who was tied to a rock and had his liver eaten every day by that eagle. I'll be that guy. <laughs> Except, extent of that, I'm going to do something completely different. I'm just going to move a rock from one side of my kitchen to another. <laughs> and I thought that by doing that, my brain would go, oh, now it's real life. And switch on and everything will be fine. Uh, but I couldn't be asked to get a stone. Because <laughs> like, in my head, I was like, oh, it would be like this lovely, smooth, volcanic rock or whatever. And it would be like really symbolic. It would be like, like a Buddhist ritual or something like that. But yeah, I've moved it from the, from, the, from the cutting station into the dishwasher area or something. <laughs> it's just it just delayed, 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 and yeah, I've got fucking gravel outside. I can just pick up some gravel as like, I was move a handful of gravel. Oh, it's not the same. It's not the same. But so I failed at that miserably, and so I found a rock, and it's like two weeks later <laughs> no, now. Yeah, two weeks. Uh, I, so I failed to go to the next depression workshop after that because I was like, well, I've already failed at not you know moving a rock. I mean, where the fuck am I going to find a rock that beautiful? Yeah, that what I can is that a workshop? My life? <laughs> yeah. So I didn't go because I thought this. I said before, like it's full of crying people and it's a bit shit. Mm. I didn't go, but they phoned up because. You know, it's a depression workshop. So, so they're, they're worried like, that something's happened. He might be dead. <laughs> he might have killed himself. So we'll ring him up and see how he is. So it was like really patronizing and really yeah. like tr- supportive. And she was just like, so, you know, how are you feeling? It's like, yeah, I'm fine. I just didn't really like the group, you know. You know eat biscuit meditation. I wasn't a big fan of it. Mm. And I was getting angry with the people. And she said, oh, well, did you work on like your plans and like what you wanted to do every day to make yourself feel better? I was like, yeah, yeah, I tried. So what was it? It's like, oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was going to uh, move a rock from uh, one side of my kitchen to the other and there was just this silence <laughs> and then she went right what like like an exercise like a really big rock like, no no just a small rock <laughs> just you know symbolic Buddhist I don't know something to you know harmonise my mind with the world and she was like right right yeah I'd suggest doing something better I'd just suggest <laughs> you know something that makes you feel good and not just something that you have to do because maybe it's possible to move a rock I don't know <laughs> 
So, yeah, that felt good. Um, but when um, she called me, it's like, how about we have a one-to-one? So I went to one-to-one, and now I'm doing one-to-one workshops. Mm. It's, it's therapy every week, basically, with a yeah. cognitive behavioral therapist. But fucking people trying to help me. I don't know why. It it's not help. It's just that attitude, the Steve drinking cucumber water attitude. Of just people uh, saying nice things about how they want to be so nice and everything's so good. We went camping at the weekend. Fucking taking you on a walk. No, just fuck a that, walk. No, mate, right, right. No, because this was just fucking ridiculous. I think it's just I'm single, right? Right. And it was it was a, it was a good time. It was good. I'm just being a dick for dick purposes. But we just we, we were camping, right? Had a said you looked in pain. I did look in. I was in pain <laughs> at points. I was really in pain. But, like, we decided to go, it was, like, six of us, which I'm, I'm 28, Steve turned 29, right? And we're like, Steve's like, I oh, know what shit. we'll do. We'll go see the world's largest canal tunnel. It just happened to be there. We weren't going to see it. Well, we did go to see it, didn't we? We saw it, yeah. Yeah, we went there specifically to no, see this big... What did we go for then? <laughs> for a walk. Yeah, but the destination was the world's largest canal tunnel. The destination was a marina with a dog and a lot of boats. Oh, well, that's... And an ice cream. <laughs> that was the eventual destination. We rescheduled at that point. But, yeah, no, just that, just that, oh, you know, life's so good, I can just go see a tunnel. You know, even a, even a tunnel can bring me joy. <laughs> <laughs> and just, well, let's just go for a walk, a lovely walk. It'll be lovely. And it's just something inside me that screams out in hatred. Just because, for some reason, I mean, I've been accused of being milita- militaristic or... Um, in that kind of organisation side, just in terms of like, well, why are we going on this walk? Where are we going? So we're just going to go for a walk. All right, but why? Just for the fun of walking. Yes. (laughs) Oh, great. (laughs) Sounds brilliant. I mean, I'm overweight and out of shape. Brilliant. (laughs) So So what better reason do you need to go? Why can't that be the purpose? I know, yeah, but not to have a good time, but to to, to have walked. It's like, right. I, I, I need to get my cardio in today. I need to go for a long walk. Brilliant. Okay. I'm more than supportive of that. Well, then you you have that as your I reason. I need to have my my brain needs. I just brainwash myself. I'm not, I'm not being negative. <laughs> no. I'm just explaining my reaction to it. That's all. I, I completely accept I'm fucked up. <laughs> There's something inside me that just wants to, well, if we're going to go on a long walk, let's murder some along the way. That'd be a good story. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Just get the extra cardio in. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And so it's similar things like that. You know, they were like, uh, it's people trying to give support and that kind of help. And I think I've got that, this kind of refusal to be, um, I don't know, helped or to help myself at the moment, which is probably something to do with uh, depression and misery loves company and angry issues that are kind of like reluctant, are more ambitious to avoid or more motivated to avoid help. They're not focused on helping yourself. Mm. Um, so yeah, I need to rewire my brain, but in order to do that, I have to be live in a nice world and yeah. like go and do nice things all the time. And I just don't know how I'm going to react. I can't <laughs> see myself doing anything good for the rest of my life. I think that I'm going to be so angry forever. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to see me bake a cake. Like no. I've baked cakes before, yeah, but never for like. Oh, this is this is do this all on my Sunday. It'd be very nice. I can't wait to grow old with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play fucking bingos. Like, fuck this. <laughs> well, I was listening to this um this podcast. I think it's called. I think, I think 
it's called Prism. I think the website's called Prism. They've only got like eight episodes out, but it's a bunch of like nurses and medical professionals and stuff from Australia who, and the whole thing so far has just been about how to form habits, like rewiring your brain to form habits. Mm-hmm. And it's all based on like three things. So you have the, the, the first thing is the cue. So the thing that, that, that reminds you that you need to do something. The next thing is the action. And the third thing is the reward. So like you, so you get up in the morning, you were trying to form the, form the habit of, uh, of going for a run to the point where it's not going to seem like effort anymore. Mm-hmm. They reckon you have to do a thing like 200 times or something like that before it just like straight up automatic. So the cue is you wait is when you wake up, the first thing you see is your running shoes, the action, you go for a run, the reward, you, you have a hot shower afterwards or something. And that's something nice for you. That's something <laughs> that you enjoy. Right. But that reward can be fucking anything that you like. So mm. you could do something horrific. <laughs> <laughs> like, just something that you personally find nice, but isn't like, oh, it's nice. Like, oh, no, yeah. Well, when I bought this house, I was very much like, I'll have a house of my own. I can scream whenever I want. Yeah, that's And nice. I can just have screams, like, going out into the streets, and they'll be like, who is that? It's the screamy man. Yeah. It's like, I can just do something like that. Yeah. But I've got, there's so many things in my life that I have to keep my anger under control and not be honest about it that i that i because th- they always say that you know oh, be open and tell people when you've when you're angry and stuff like that it's like it doesn't work like that there's a, a few little boxes that i just have to keep massively but i have to put like a big bag of weights on it a big bag <laughs> of bricks on the fucking gorilla demons it's just like they're always going to be there and so you to make sure that sometimes they fucking punch it up and if you rock fly loose you've got to keep it down um so i'm, I'm trying to find out triggers um for that so that when i start feeling that emotion and be like oh i want to go fucking i don't know eat some toothpaste or something just it can't (laughs) for some reason it has to be something stupid (laughs) it has to make me laugh because that will make me do it if i'm doing something ridiculous yeah i'm much more motivated to do it so it's like yeah it's like uh, fucking uni like when i had no when i uh, had loads of free time i go play basketball even if it was at 4 a.m and yeah. it meant I'd take my bas- my fucking motorcycle onto the basketball court. But, oh, oh, yeah, light it up. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It has to be something ridiculous. It can't be anything normal because it's boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to think it was me being creative, but now it's just me being a fucking awkward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he can't brush his teeth with a toothbrush. He's got to use a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a bit weird, but it probably works out better for you in the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just fucking ignorance. But it's something that I think I have finally decided. I'm not going to change, because I can't even accept it now, but I'm not going to change, but I need to work on it, at least yeah. explore it and see where it goes. Yeah. Just because I don't want to be, like, fucking even-keeled <laughs> no. nice guys. Oh, hey, how's it going? You don't have to be like that. I think it's just the the thing about the, the, um, that Prism podcast for, for me was just like, okay, so... There is this general way in which, regardless of our attitudes and the way we think or anything like that, we all generally work this way. Mm. There is a formula to everything, that, every habit that we form and everything like that. So, and, and here it is. So, and, and you can apply this to fucking anyone. You just, they just have to fill in the gaps themselves as to what they feel is a good thing and a bad thing and a, and a way to reward themselves and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like... Yeah, I, th- I think it's it's definitely something worth looking into. I, it started me make like starting to make like routines for myself this week, and it's it's working so far. But it always works for the first few days. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, so, it's, I've done I've done it before. It's yeah. just fucking. Well, when when we were now. in uni together, you like you you never missed a day. On point. The, the fucking 
gym. Like yeah, every yeah. every morning, and like every twice, day, twice, twice a, a day. day. Yeah. yeah, for like two, three years. Yeah, yeah. It's, it not, it's something stupid. I can do. Yeah. It's just now I'm just like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think it's just a point that people just reach and eventually you just have to get the ball moving and then eventually you get there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I've always been cur- curious about being angry for my entire life. Yeah. I rec- I've always seen it as a good thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think it's a good thing. Things. Uh, it's, I think it can be a good thing so long as it's motivating you. <laughs> like to it's to, which direction it's facing productive. as well yeah there's like a lot of the anger that uh, I've had about a lot of different things is usually used to be very outward and I think at some point if you it eventually turns inward and that's the kind of thing you need to do to kind of get it motivated again is focus it on a certain point yeah kind of go and do something um but yeah it's uh they've upped my dosage on depressor medication after oh. a month right <laughs> so it's like oh maybe that'll make a difference i'm not having the weird psychotic episodes i was having before so i guess that's a benefit i don't know there's no like twitchy eyes in public forums anymore <laughs> which so, was interesting so what's the deal with that do they just ramp it up and up and up and up and up and then back down again well apparently they, they like did, they don't know what medication works because apparently medication is different for everyone so they tried me on this one, and I've been on it for like a, just over a month, and they reviewed it after 28 days, and they were like, mm. how's it going? I was like, well, there's a lot of side effects, no good side effects. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay, well, we'll just double that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant, sounds great. Uh, and then they're going to review it again in another 28 days. Yeah. And then if there's still no progress, then they'll go on to another medication. Because it just takes a long time for the medication to kick in properly yeah. to get any proper results. Which I'm assuming means if I go on a new medication, that's going to be another month of like psychotic episodes. It would be great. (laughs) So it's just, uh, yeah, seeing whatever goes. And then, yeah, eventually they put you on something and then you start getting your life in order and then starts, they trickle you off and then you get off them. Yeah. I've never been, I'm not a fan of antidepressants in it. And, you know, I've never been curious to use them because Mm. I tend to see that people get stuck on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like very long periods of time. And I'm not a fan of that, even though I've been on fucking asthma medication my whole life and yeah whatever but well, that's, yeah that's different like asthma stops you living, yeah but it's still breathing. like it's still um steroids and stuff and medication yeah. constantly in your body yeah um so i'm definitely aiming to get off them as soon as i possibly can but i'm just hoping that the effect from this medication will help me get organized and do stuff so just fucking manage stuff and see yeah. how it goes um but yeah that's uh personal shit this week been a weird week for news not really uh, much happening. Uh, Trump, Trump, Trump. Yeah, uh. fucking political stuff going on. I tried to avoid it. Mm. I don't know that much about it. <laughs> There's not much more you can say other than South Park has sums up in the best way, which yeah. is you're either a turd sandwich or, or you're a giant, giant dish. dish. Yeah. <laughs> and, and people are surprised that people are angry they're deciding behind between the same two again. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Paramount, um, their studio president got their four-year-old son to develop the premise for a next major blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, I read that. <laughs> yeah. Which was about... Monster was, trucks. Yeah, monster trucks, about monster trucks that had actual monsters in them. Yeah. And uh, they're predicting $150 million in losses. Yeah. No, so, they've already lost $150 million. But it hasn't been released the yet, stocks. Right? Yeah, because the stock went down, right? <laughs> And what, what, it was it was a stock correction because apparently they predicted loads of money and then before it's come out they've just gone oh shit we're blatantly not going to make any money on this and so it's like they've just got gone along with it and been like I can't believe 
my, my kid's going to be set for life. He's fucking executive producer of a film. <laughs> He's only four years old. And then like a week before release, someone's gone, this is shit. <laughs> Who wrote this? They're wheeling this four-year-old kid. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? <laughs> and Wall Street is... <laughs> Sell, 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 whatever the fuck it is. They were meant to release it last summer, I think. And then, like, they were like. The kid was going through some creative vision issues. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he had writer's block. (laughs) Couldn't spell, didn't have enough letters in his alphabet, his spaghetti, to do the rest of the script. Yeah, it was meant to be, like, released last summer. I think they've now pushed it back to next January. Like and January typically is like the graveyard slot for movies. They were just like, let's just put it here and hopefully no one will notice. But it's like, I don't. It's a kids film. Like it's a kids animation, and kids don't really give a fuck. They just see like bright colors and animated adverts, and they're like, oh my god, it looks like Toy Story. Let's go. Right. Like so, like I I think it'll make money anyway, but. I'd, 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 it might not make 115 million dollars. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, no, I can't see that. <laughs> but it's, I mean, I don't know what, how old kids are when they can write screenplays, right? But yeah. I'm assuming four is pretty early on. Like what you learn to, well, there's yeah, you stop shitting yourself at two, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's got like he's going to be like in his twenties, like an aspiring writer, and he could be an absolute genius, and he's ruined his career at age four. <laughs> And making a movie you can't even remember. <laughs> or surprises us all. He's a fucking yeah. beautiful film. Yeah. He can never recreate the magic. Yeah. So he's just constantly trying to reverse the aging process. <laughs> so he can get back to four years old when he had the magic golden writing hand. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a council, Anglesey Council, will not offer a used nappy collection service for children over three saying most people at that age should be potter trained. Right. Which is a st- stern line. <laughs> I didn't know there was a used nappy collection service anyway. I mean, <laughs> no. don't you put it in the bin? I mean, yeah. I guess it's human waste. Maybe it has to be done in a certain way. Also, why... <laughs> which one... Okay, I I think they do like... um. Uh, Apparently like, you have to show like a birth a... certificate to prove you're eligible oh, right, for okay. a new two-weekly scheme. Um, that proves that they can take your shit. Well, I think it's like uh, it's like a dry cleaning service for you know um, the the traditional nappies that are like cloth and pen because everyone's trying to be a bit more green. Jesus! So like they'll you give them like your soiled nappies and they'll dry clean them or whatever twice weekly. Well, I guess there's so. just sheets of shit in someone's house what? for three days. Like, have you seen it? Have you not seen a nappy bin? I've seen, yeah. It's like hermetically you, you sealed. You put it in, and you can like you can't smell anything. It just sits in a cupboard until you empty it at like the end of the week. I, I might you might empty it every day. I might just be really horrible with kids, <laughs> but like it's in their room. I don't care. I mean, I'm I'm not against it. I'm just surprised that the average person is less concerned about shit filled bags <laughs> than uh, than <laughs> as much as I am, or whatever. Yeah. But there's people who clean shat on linen. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, there's, there's people... It better that, be automated. There's be people that clean toilets. Like, uh, Yeah, but cleaning a toilet is different to cleaning a bag of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a very different process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think I'd do that. You only work two days a week. Might not be that bad. 
Well, that's probably just the deliveries. They probably back up. There's probably not like a best before date on a used nappy, is it? I don't think there's a best before date on shit. I think no. it was bad when it came out. Yeah. It can't get worse. Well, no. it probably could. Mold. Can you get moldy shit? It's got water in it. This is going down a different direction. I don't think we should go down it. <laughs> uh, Alton Towers has finally been fined for uh, cutting the legs off oh, those people. This was today, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Got fined five million quid, which uh, someone said was like a record-breaking fine. <laughs> so, fuck, it's like, oh, great. It only cost five million quid to chop off some legs. And there's like video footage of like this is when they're going to crash and that simulation's made with like fucking roller coaster tycoon. Or oh, something yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, it's just, it's a horrible accident. But why, where did you come up with five million quid? Yeah. I think there were 19 people who were injured and at least two of them had their legs chopped off or something. Yeah. Lost thing, a leg at least. The thing I don't get is like, okay, they're finding Alton Towers five million pounds and I'm sure the families have been paid out whatever, some ludicrous amount of money. But where is that five million pounds going? Why, like, I, I, I still think that should go back to the families again. Like, pile it on top of whatever they've already been given. If I lose my legs, yeah, I want five million fucking quid. Like, like, you can't, you can't put a price on my legs. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's fucking good that it happened in the UK because apparently in America the way it happens is. The, the like the hospital or your insurance company your health insurance mm. sues the party responsible and gets them to pay for your medical bills so this happened like last year yeah so if you had this in America your leg would still be bleeding <laughs> like what I please please stop please help me stop this <laughs> but yeah I mean it seems pretty che- I mean it seems pretty cheap I think is what we're saying yeah and, uh, even if you got five million quid and you were the one person who lost a leg you might be okay I got five million quid. That makes up for one leg, maybe. Yeah. Depending on how old you are, and but like two in two people lost their legs, and there were loads of fucking injuries as well and trauma. Well, wasn't one of them like a dancer. Yeah, like, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, so, like, yeah I want more from? than five million. I, 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 I want the possibilities of fame, please. I'd like, I'd like that given back to me. I'd like my time at the dreams. Rembrandt. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know where they come up with the figure, and I don't understand why they decide to publicise. I guess it wasn't publicised. They were probably asked, when are you going to be fine? It took them a year to be punished <laughs> yeah. for, to, for fucking amputating guests. Well, they were just like, uh, like how did it happen? Uh, <laughs> don't, I don't know. It was, uh, it was this, this guy. Ah, oh, it's all right. We've, we've, we sacked him. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, but why was he in charge of a roller coaster if you're now saying he's not competent to be in charge of a speeding train of steel? All right, all right, all right. No dancers allowed in that town anymore. We'll be fine. Everything's fine. Charge five million pounds for discrimination. I haven't been to fucking amusement park in ages. The last time I went, I was in heavily sleep-deprived. Because <laughs> like GTA Four came out yeah. the night before, so I just stayed up for like forty-eight straight hours and was like, "Should we go to Dalton Towers?" Then like, went to Dalton Towers. Yeah, it sounds great. Did you drive there? No, I got a bus. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> you can get a bus from here to fucking Dalton Towers, and uh, yeah, I went with a group of people, and I was just like comatose in the queues. They'd just be dragging me along the queue. Just be like, "All right, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> this is great." <laughs> So you start getting that thing from like in Fight Club where he's got insomnia and suddenly he's on an escalator. 
Except <laughs> suddenly so you're on Nemesis. I'm, I'm <laughs> looking down from oblivion. Yeah. What? <laughs> I was just eating cornflakes. <laughs> uh, a Japanese advertisement showing a teenage girl in a swimsuit turning into an eel has been pulled after complaints it was sexist and perverted. <laughs> Don't understand how it's sexist. I no. can't fathom it. It goes into details. So, the two-minute video was produced by Shibushi City, who said it was meant to highlight their commitment to sustainable eel fishing, but it was widely accused of sexism. The audience sees a transformation slowly begin when she is unable to pick up an object because her hands have become slimy. She is later seen diving into a pool, transforming into an eel, saying goodbye and swimming away. And these are people's reactions. What sexist So bites. fucking sexist. Of all the bizarre sexist ads, this one from Japan really takes the eel. Oh. What does that even mean? That's not a... <laughs> that's not a pun. It's, what are you angry about? <laughs> it's not a fucking take of the eel. Um, another one. Uh, this makes me think of a girl being kidnapped and locked up. It's the delusions of a pervert. Why? <laughs> Where's the locked up? Where's the kidnapping? What? No, turn into an eel. She's being freed into the world. Like, what yeah. do you think of Free Willy? <laughs> That's a fucking oh. insane film. Oh, Free horrible. Willy is nothing but a denouncement of rape culture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, city officials later pulled the ad saying they were aware that some people were offended. But they still didn't know why. <laughs> it's fucking sexist. Ridiculous. Oh. I mean, you're saying women are eels, right? I mean, that's sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was, um, Eels kind of look like dicks. Maybe. <laughs> that's the closest I can get. And even that, is it's that like sexist? a really juvenile thing. And it's not sexist. <laughs> um, you say, only women, only women can turn into a penis. What? <laughs> No, oh man, there's some there's controversy going on at the moment today uh, at my brother's uni um, because there's a nightclub who have advertised um, like a weekly night or like a promotional night called uh, Insanity. And it's like, Insanity, uh, I don't know, our nightclub, whatever. And Bristol students have like written a complaint and forged signatures because you can't use Insanity as an advertising slogan because you're actually insulting many mentally disabled people across the country and uh, we represent 50,000 students and you have to change it. And they sent them like a list of demands. What? <laughs> a list of demands that were like, you will never use the word insanity ever again. And uh, <laughs> um, you need to co cooperate and communicate with all of our students over the names of all of your future events to yeah. make sure that they're not offensive. And you'll need to take classes in sensitivity. You need to do this and you need to do that. And it's just, you're a nightclub owner who's gotten a letter from a student who <laughs> thinks they're the centre of the fucking universe. Oh. But like, uh, just go fuck yourself. I used to think I was very liberal. <laughs> right, really liberal. But that's and not now, liberal. It's not liberal. They, it's just... But they consider themselves members of the far left because they're supporting <laughs> people who don't have a voice for themselves. <laughs> Who, if they did, wouldn't fucking say anything anyway. Because they don't give a shit. All these people, they just think they're just... They're, they're, fuck, they're, they're the voice of the voiceless. They're defending all of these people. They it's are like, the moral right. Oh, and they will solve all the world's problems. Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. They've just been protected for so long. Well, it's, it's, the, it's the controlling nature of it. It's like saying that they're the voice of people who have no voice. 
just means that they don't trust people to talk up for themselves and they are so mighty and everything that they should speak for the others. Yeah. It's just like, well, no, who the fuck told you that? I mean, do you think someone's really going to be offended by the word insanity if they are clinically insane? No. And it's not because they're unaware of it. It's just because it, it, I mean, there is a difference between uh, Doug Stanhope had a special out and it's a fucking amazing stand up. Uh, I think it's no place like home. And um, it's, he goes into a bit of topic about this and he goes on about how we can culturally accept and, and ridicule people who are mentally disturbed, but we can't do the same about people who are mentally challenged, even though they are both mental diseases. Mm. Um, but for some reason, if you're crazy, you can be ridiculed. But if you're, disabled, if you're developmentally challenged, then you can't be ridiculed, that kind of thing. So there is a difference between you know the mental illnesses, but just... Saying that the problem is the actual word insanity, and if anybody hears that word, then that's going to cause all these problems, and you're promoting a an insane culture. I don't know. What, I don't know what the, this version of a rape culture is. Yeah. But promoting that attitude is not. It's like it's just a jokey, funny, whatever. Yeah. It's socially cool. Um, you know, trying to be funny, whatever, and trying to take it as a right. We're going to raise our arms and take, get to the flags. We're going to fucking burn this place down. <laughs> And thinking that it's the right thing to do, thinking it's the solution, I don't fucking get it. Yeah, but apparently it's gaining momentum. So <laughs> see it? where it goes. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's being students in it. It's like you, you've just started to express yourself, and then you kind of express way too much. Yeah. It's like when you first get pizza. Yeah, you know, you're like, I'll have a bit. But this pizza is really good. I'm gonna mm. order like a load of pizza. Oh God, I've had far too much pizza. <laughs> Now yeah. you know how much pizza you should have. I think it's it's I I I think it originally started coming from a good place. Like I think it's a it's a reaction. Most of these reactions are like they, they'll they will swing widely out into an overreaction. But I think there's so much of our culture that came from a far right kind of stance of as far as our laws and everything go that they've just been, they've finally they've started swinging further to the left since the 60s, 70s, mm-hmm. maybe. And now they're just getting to the point where everyone's like, okay, what else? What else needs fixing? Yeah. What else? And it's like, okay, there are still things that need fixing, but let's, let's think a bit harder about what those are. Not like, not, not these, yeah, these ridiculous things where we're criticizing words in the name of a fucking night. Well, it's people getting um, mob mentalities yeah. that they interpret as kind of intellectual <clears throat> understandings of things. Yeah. So they're going like, if you get enough people angry about something, then yeah, you'll have a fight. But you can still fight about something stupid. Yeah. And it's just like, well, instead of, it's people need to key into to thinking deeper about a lot of the problems that are going on. And it's yeah. just, as soon as you think about it and come up with a more detailed and a more mature understanding of what's going on, you can do something a bit more productive. Yeah. As opposed to trying to get a nightclub to change the name of its promotional night to cure society's views of mental disabilities. Yeah. So I don't think that that's the way to go. In the meantime, uh, have you gone and lobbied the government who are who are closing down mental facilities? It, it, have you have yeah, you gone and done that? Because that might make a difference. Yeah, it's just weird. It's 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 shallow thoughts into anger and yeah. directing it at people who have nothing to do with anything. Yeah, it's just bully mentality. Yeah, is all it is. It's territorial bullying mentality by people who feel that they want their voice to be heard, and the best way to get their voice to be heard is to rouse up a crowd. 
and yeah. uh, attack something for a song, whatever reason. So it's fucking odd. Mm. Um, on a similar note, um, an Islamist militant has admitted destroying cultural sites in Timbuktu um, in a landmark trial at the uh, International Criminal Court. Ahmad al-Faki al-Mahdi said he was really sorry for his actions and asked for forgiveness. Oh. <laughs> I just love... He's, he's like, Brandon is like a terrorist, a militant. He's just like, oh, he said he's sorry. <laughs> and just like, if being caught and then going like, oh, God. Yeah, all right, it was me. So look, look I'm, I'm really sorry. I've thought about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was accused of leading rebel forces who destroyed historic shrines at the World Heritage Site in 2012. But, he, but he's really sorry. He's really sorry. <laughs> he's, he's well-mannered. <laughs> look, look, I'm just, I'm sorry. Okay. There's another one. Uh, I, I said I'm sorry. Am I? <laughs> Led rebels. I'm sorry. <laughs> Another one. Uh, prosecutors in the US state of Washington say a 20-year-old man in custody has confessed to going on a murderous rampage in a shopping centre. <laughs> he confessed. <laughs> Just, oh, that rampage thing. Oh, yeah, that was me. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I'm really sorry. <laughs> he was arrested in his hometown 24 hours after the attack, 40-minute drive away from the mall. He's just like, oh, shit, I thought I'd get away with it. I'm really sorry. <laughs> and he's at the door. It's the police. Did you tell them you're sorry? <laughs> <laughs> he's like really polite. And he's, he's, he's had one rage outburst and, you know, shot five people. <laughs> Got home. He's like suit and tie, well-dressed, comb over. <laughs> Nicely brushed teeth. <laughs> oh, dag nabbit. <laughs> I am sorry. <laughs> I was if I if I ever piss off like if what I've got a house if I ever piss off like a neighbour I want to go onto his front lawn and set up like a little podium and invite photographers and things <laughs> like knock on his door when he comes out and then make a statement. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> But it's the idea of fucking <laughs> polite the terrorists, <laughs> polite rebels, polite terrorists, yeah. <laughs> polite mass murderers, <laughs> it's just, as if that's going to help their case in any yeah. way. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Yeah, uh, my client did apologise. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, have the jury taken on board that the client apologised? <laughs> he said he was... Uh, there was a cherry on top. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> really? Oh, there was a cherry on top. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, how many How many reallys were there? There were at least three. Really, really, really sorry. Really sorry. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to lead the rebels into the destruction of the tribes. <laughs> they made me do it. <laughs> I just wanted to be cool. <laughs> and our main headlines this evening. <laughs> Everything's fine. He apologised. Yes. Leader of the Rebel Alliance is very sorry. Yeah. Now the weather. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be raining. Sorry. On <laughs> uh, a lighter note. A, a soft toy version of shit emoji is travelling the world to fight colorectal cancer. What? 
The emoji oh. of shit with eyes <laughs> is travelling uh, the world to fight colorectal cancer. I like doctors yeah. rather than emojis to be tackling medical problems. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> That's the whole article. It wasn't anything more about uh, the serious, uh, you know, funding is going towards this project. <laughs> like, it's genuine research and progress being made. It's like, now we're just posting shit. <laughs> you know, if we send enough people shit with us, I mean, we tried it online and it worked really well. So we're hoping that it's going to work even better in the post. <laughs> then, I th- then I thought about donating to cancer research rather than paying for economy tickets for a piece of shit to fly around the world. <laughs> Do they buy its drinks when it's on the plane? <laughs> Vegan meals. <laughs> Fish or beef? A piece of shit's living it up. <laughs> Those people in cancer, with cancer in hospitals, are like, I'm dying over it. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking shit with eyes is getting eye laser surgery. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> getting postcards from a piece of shit in Beijing. <laughs> How is that raising awareness of colorectal cancer? <laughs> I, I mean, do you, if you shit, do you get that? I imagine I the people who've got it are very aware. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not sure about. I'm not sure about the shit. Well, no. if you shat and it had eyes, I think you should go to a doctor. <laughs> was aware yeah. and was trying to travel the world I think you should get the medical attention <laughs> it depends under the circumstances like have you just shat straight away and it's got eyes or have you spent so long taking a shit that it's evolved <laughs> it's become aware <laughs> uh, an elderly Brooklyn woman found this month living with the skeletal remains of her son uh, possibly for as long as 20 years uh, is legally blind uh, she's a hoarder who may not even know he was there <laughs> <laughs> Timmy, you're quiet today. Yeah. For like 40 years. 20 years. 20 years. Right. The chilling discovery of the skeleton was made September 15th when a relative showed up uh, at Rita Wolfenstone's Midwood home to fetch her belongings to take them to her in the hospital. In a de- <laughs> Wasn't even her that found it. Also, what's the woman like? Oh, Maureen, I found your, uh, I found your, your blanket. I also found your son. Yeah. Where was he? Crumbled up in a pile of bones. Uh, in a debris, in a in a de- um, a debris choked second floor bedroom, her sister in law. Um, so Rita's the one that, that that's the hoarder with the, the legally blind hoarder with a dead son. Um, sister in law, Josette. Buckman uh, found a completely intact skeleton <laughs> dressed in jeans, socks, and a shirt <laughs> lying on its back on a thin mattress on the floor. Like, just uh, in an upstairs bedroom. He died doing what he loved. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing jeans. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like some reverse psycho scene, a law enforcement officer said. No, it's uh, not. <laughs> yeah. It's got nothing to Referring to Hitchcock's 1960 horror flick in which a son, Norman Bates, keeps his dead mother's remains in a basement. But I'm pretty sure he was, he was aware. He wasn't blind. <laughs> he could be... Otherwise, that hole in the wall watching the shower thing was completely pointless. <laughs> if he was dead in a shower, I don't know, maybe. Reverse sight is fucking stupid. Vince Vaughn did a fucking remake of Psycho. Did he? Yeah. Oh. Well, he played Norman Bates. What oh, was that... What's going on? Was that with fucking... Someone uh, else. Anne Heche. I don't Anne know. Heche? 
I don't know. It was definitely Vince Vaughn. It's apparently famous because you saw her asshole in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had the shower scene in the original. We need something new. Yeah. We need, we need an arsehole. She was, she was stabbed and fell over the bath. And it was like, well, you never see brown eye. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need to market this to the kids. <laughs> yeah. Kids love assholes. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what outfit I'd want someone to find my dead skeleton in. Banana outfit. Always Something a banana. Stupid. Yeah, just a reference yeah. to a previous podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I suppose a fruit would work. <laughs> we get some kind of mascot I just hope I've still got my skin on <laughs> like at the de- time of death like I hope I'm not skinned alive oh yeah yeah yeah. that's just the because well, if you're skinned alive it doesn't matter what you're wearing why why did like I if I was blind I wouldn't assume everybody just disappears if I was blind I wouldn't be a hoarder no I wouldn't understand the point no I think I'm surrounded by lots of things you've got a stick and uh, yeah and every day you're just hitting more and more shit <laughs> yeah. but it's like thinking I, it's your son yeah like being blind is not an excuse for not realising someone's dead for not like, seeing your kid for 20 for years for 20 years <laughs> yeah unless like she was asleep and he'd already moved away and, she, and he maybe they'd fallen out or something. Well, and he came home, had and a nap came on a home thin and had mattress, a nap and, and like, and like she was hoarding malaria or something, and yeah. it just kind of broke open and killed her. <laughs> Maybe it could have had a heart attack just lying on the floor. I don't know. It it just seems something seems fucking weird about it. <laughs> I they haven't treated it with suspicious circumstances, but something seems fucking weird. Like there's being, nothing suspicious about keeping a corpse for twenty years. Yeah, like with, that's with, fine. With it's the, normal. The, they've just they've just been like, oh, she, she didn't even know he was there. She was blind. It's like well, she can still fucking smell. She still expects a <laughs> phone call now and again. Forced equality. That's what this is. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> treating disabled people with too much uh, leniency. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just had too many old newspapers. I didn't realize my son was dead. <laughs> Fucking weird. Um, right. Restaurant, <laughs> restaurant owner defends Muslims get out sign saying there wasn't enough room to add extremists. <laughs> <laughs> it was a spacing issue. Yeah. Uh, owner Dan Rudinger said people were taking the sign the wrong way and defended the wording. We were going to put out Muslim extremists, but we didn't have the room on the board. It's like, uh, no. A Minnesota business owner uh, who wrote Muslims get out on the sign outside his restaurant has defended the move, claiming that people were taking the sign the wrong way. Protesters of uh, different faiths gathered uh, by the Treats family restaurant with banners that read, love Trump's hate, and attempted to pull down the letters from the board, which also advertised food and ice cream. (laughs) There's room for ice cream and food. But not Muslims. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um... You can't be upset that people are upset at reading the sign that you wrote. And it, oh, no, there was invisible words as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they took it the wrong way. Oh, they didn't, they didn't read the words that I thought in my head. Yeah, exactly. It's like, but the stupid thing is, is he said, I didn't, want to, I didn't want to put the word terrorists. Why? That's a much better word to put out. No one would object to, mu- to terrorists get out. <laughs> Uh, that's two hours now, isn't it? <laughs> we only had on. one. <laughs> There's only one in the box. 
so we, we didn't. It was either we didn't have enough hours, or we didn't have enough space. Spell a mistake or public outrage. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure what to do. Um, yeah, now people started taking it the wrong way, thinking we were against Muslims in general, and we're not, he added. Quite the opposite. We're not racists, said the racist. Uh, Yeah, he told the Lonsdale News Review that the incident of the Somali-American man who stabbed eight people in a shopping mall in St. Cloud, Minnesota this month has prompted him to put up signs. I've had enough and I'm standing up, he said. With all the bombs, shootings, bombs and shootings we've had, we're supposed to welcome refugees here who want to kill us? This has nothing to do with race. It has to do with a religion of hatred that preaches violence. Some Muslims are good people and want a better life. They need to step up and take control and hold others accountable. It just turns into this whole fucking hate speech. It's like, dude, just, you're a racist. That's fine. Just say, I'm a racist. I'm a racist. No Muslims, please. Thank you. Like, Are you sorry? No. No. <laughs> and he wasn't sorry. Yeah, no, he wasn't. <laughs> Is he sorry? No, he isn't. Back to you, Tom. <laughs> oh, right. Um, this is the last one I've got, but I, 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 I'll do, I need to do the first bit of it in the South Park News Anchor voice. <laughs> um a woman who underwent surgery to remove skin cancer left the hospital with very different results. Doctors mistakenly attached her colon to her vagina, <laughs> <laughs> causing her to relieve gas from her genitals. I'm pretty sure there's a difference between one hole and another <laughs> hole that yeah. hopefully they teach in medical school. But that's another thing. Is like It's quite an involved thing. It's not like one stitch. It's not like, oops. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to sit here for an hour sewing the wrong bit to the wrong bit and just not notice. It's a proper hangover thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh, oh. <laughs> we were meant to sew it to this, but I accidentally, oh God. Yeah. I, was, I drank too much the previous day. Where were they trying to attach her colon? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Um, uh, The the Central European uh, News reported that uh, three years after the error occurred, uh, Jasminka Velkovoska, or something, uh, is speaking out about the bot's procedure to put pressure on Macedonia Hospital, which promised her more than 33 grand as compensation for the error, uh, and she's still waiting for one-third of the payment. 33 grand for having to shit out of your vagina. Like, it just doesn't seem... Right, the best bit. Um, Valkovich reportedly discovered the the mistake after receiving an x-ray that not only showed her vagina and colon had been tied together, but also that her carcinoma was still intact. (laughs) (laughs) So, they had her in, they sewed the wrong bit to the wrong bit, and just just left the cancer there. It's like a, a dog shitting on your carpet. Just covering it with a brick. <laughs> uh, uh, think, think. Uh, what's yeah. shit shaped? Brick. Uh, yeah, there brick. you go. The health situation in mind. Yeah. yeah, all these doctors just walking away from the operation room, like. <laughs> uh, yeah, like th- th- I'm, I think I'd want more than thirty-three grand. But they also, they paid her 22 and they've been like, you'll have to sue us for the other 11. <laughs> That's probably installments of some kind. Otherwise she'd be fucked. Yeah, the month, they probably didn't give it to her in full. Uh, like give her month by month and then they just stop. 
facts. Her, her lawyers reached an agreement with the hospital managers outside of court, indicating the hospital would pay her about $33,000. She's received the majority of the sum, but is waiting $11,000. Um, the manager of the hospital said insurance only partially covered the compensation and that it cannot pay more without a court order. So <laughs> that you have to force them. We'll give you that, but for the last bit, you, you're going to have to put your foot down with us because we're just not going to do it unless you do. Unless you pay £12,000 in court expenses, yeah, uh, we're not going to give you that 11000 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's, the, that, that's, that's all I've got. Well, there's a lot of people who aren't very sorry. Oh, very sorry. <laughs> no, the fucking hospitals in Macedonia. Very sorry. Very sorry about your bad guest problems. <laughs> yeah. We just thought it was a plumbing issue. So you'd attach different pipes to different pipes. Uh, see what works. It's probably fucking plumbers in Macedonia hospitals. <laughs> <laughs> just the janitor walked into the wrong room. He's like, oh, I'll have a go. <laughs> For more episodes the second they leave our disgusting workstations, head over to www.pullingteeth.audio and remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or TuneIn, maybe all three. Ratings and comments would be nice as well. If you've got any questions or comments, find us on Twitter at PullingTeethPod. For anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature, or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media, you can drop us an email at podcast at pullingteeth.audio. For more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter at singitsteve and at nicksnip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week.